So now we're almost seven weeks into lockdown, yet can you believe it, I'm still speaking with agents from all over the UK and I do not jest, properties are still being sold and let even in these unprecedented times. So I'm going to address the question I've been asked many times recently. What will be the effect of COVID-19 on the Fife property market in the short, medium and long term? There are obviously, these are obviously unprecedented times, yet we can look back in history to give us clues and more recently the bounce back that's happened in China and their property market. The COVID-19 situation will touch all parts of the Fife and UK property market, so I will be considering its impact on Fife property prices, transaction numbers, i.e. that's the really the number of people that move home, uh, Fife buy to let landlords, and finally, tenants and the rent they pay. There are three issues with the virus and the property market itself. The first issue really has to do with the lockdown itself. Limitations on society's capability to go about their normal working life will hinder the house buying and selling process. The practical difficulties of moving home and expediting the property sale from the viewing itself, the home report being carried out, the surveyor checking the property for the lender, they're all issues. Yet the estate agency and legal industries are coming up with some innovative solutions from virtual viewings to legally watertight delayed completions where the old owners stay in the house under licence during the lockdown and the move will take place after the lockdown period. Secondly, the UK housing market has never liked ambiguity or uncertainty and this virus will play a part on people's feelings and sentiment towards moving home or not. Third and finally, um, there is the issue with money people have, be that wages, whether they have a job or not, and the overall affluence on the back of um, the 29.4% stock market decrease in the last two months. Let's look at the background economics. The economy drives everything, including the housing market, and the overall measure of the economy is the gross domestic product, GDP basically. This is the total value of all the goods and services created by the whole UK economy in one year and it currently stands at £2.15 trillion. Looking at what's happened in China, um, most economists believe the UK will experience a short yet sharp economic shrinkage in quarter two of 2020, with GDP set to drop by four to 7% in the one quarter, depending on the extent of the lockdown itself. Then GDP is expected to level out in quarter three of 2020, and then a significant ricochet, well, how significant depends on who you listen to, and in quarter four of 2020 and quarter one in, in, in the new year. Now, putting politics aside, I've been impressed with the government's response with wide-ranging support for the UK economy and businesses. And whilst it's far from perfect, help has been in the guise of the Bank of England reactivating its contingent term repo facility, 
increasing liquidity and keeping the money markets going. This is important as it, this was the issue with the credit crunch. The availability of business grants and government-backed loans together with telling lenders to take a compassionate line to those unable to make mortgage payments and giving them holidays and finally the furloughing of staff which will allow a quicker recovery in the economy. So what will happen to the Fife property market itself? Well, there are a few doom-mongerers, economists predicting Armageddon, yet I feel a lot of this is to get great headlines in the newspapers. The Fife property market is less exposed than it was in the previous four historical property crashes in 72, 79, 88 and 2008. Now this is because of the following reasons. The first one is before each of the four crashes, there had been a significant upward spike in property values prior to the crash. We've really not experienced that over the last 12 months in Scotland, let alone Fife. The second one is the mortgage interest as a percentage of household income. It was really a massive 32% in 1988, 18% in 2008, yet it now stands at just under 8% because interest rates are still so low in today. This is all assuming we don't have high unemployment, yet historically it has been proved house price falls are not caused by high unemployment. It actually happens the other way around. That a housing downturn can, but not always create unemployment, yet with the government furloughing people, this shouldn't be so much of an issue. At this point, the average value of a Fife home currently stands at £170,000. £300. So I'll explain why the biggest effect will be on transaction numbers, not property values. I suspect in the summer there will be some Fife homeowners who will want to sell at all costs and not care about the price they achieve. Savvy property buyers will swoop on these properties and drive a hard bargain, meaning there will be some short-term localised reductions in what properties sell for because of the homeowners that want to sell at any cost. These reductions will artificially amplify the property value indexes in a downward direction in autumn. Basically, this is the ones that newspapers mention when they talk about property value changes. Because they will be based on the very low levels of property transactions that will take place in the summer. Interestingly, we have seen this many times over the years because just about every spring for the last 20 years, we have often seen negative or very subdued figures in the house price indexes in the months of January and February. This is primarily because of the lack of property sales on the run-up to Christmas a few months before. To give this all some context, five property values in Fife around have moved up 27% in the last 10 years. Nobody was complaining about those. To give you an idea of what that is in pound notes, the average five home has risen in value by around about £36,100 in the last 10 years. So the swiftness of recovery in the autumn and winter from that point will depend on the state of the wider economy. With the previous measures mentioned before, 
implemented by the government, household incomes should continue to remain steady and whilst holidays and luxuries may be shelved for a year, people who have been locked up in their homes for weeks on end might just consider making that move later in 2020, taking advantage of the ultra-low interest rates. This in turn ought to encourage a return to sturdier levels of house price growth in the medium term. It's fair to say that the number of people moving home in Fife will significantly drop in 2020. But don't be alarmed, though this will only really affect the pockets of estate agents as they charge their fee where people move. So if less move, they earn less, including the people associated with moving house, the solicitors, the banks, etc. Even with virtual viewings and creative legal work, the number of properties and transactions will be considerably obstructed over the next couple of months. Interestingly, in the Chinese cities that removed the lockdown first in the middle of March, I have read in the press the number of property transactions has already bounced back to around half of the medium term average after only three weeks. So worst case scenarios suggested by economists state transactions will drop to 20% of the normal 10 year average um, number of transactions until the end of the year, returning 65% by early next year and 100% at the middle of next year and increasing to 120% in 2022. Yet most sensible economists believe the number of transactions will reduce to 50% of the 10-year average in autumn, improve to 80% at the end of the year and recover by the middle of next year with potential for higher transaction numbers in the order of 110% to 130% in 2022. It all sounds rather grim, doesn't it? until you really dig deeper. Bucking the national trend, the number of property transactions over the last 12 months in Fife are at 104% of the 10-year Fife average. That equates to around 5,200 property transactions in Fife compared to a 10-year average of around 5,000 per year. With the number of Fife people moving being held back, I would anticipate seeing a build-up of suppressed demand for Fife property from COVID-19 on top of the pent-up demand from Brexit, especially with many families realising their homes aren't large enough to contain them as lockdown experience will push many households to move in late 2020 or possibly 2021. And as every economist student knows, when demand outstrips supply because we can't all of a sudden build more houses, prices go up. So how will this affect first-time buyers and those trading up, downsizers and landlords and tenants? Well, the first-time buyers, I believe that the banks will be a little more wary when lending money to first-time buyers with their need for large percentage mortgages. The demand for help to buy scheme has been increasing year on year yet its pace of growth has been declining in the last couple of years. I do foresee demand accelerating in the later parts of 2020, especially with the Scottish Government's first home fund. 
There could be some good deals to be had from new home builders looking to release cash in quarter three and quarter four later in the year. And maybe the bank of mum and dad might be able to help, yet they too will be stretched, although they might be able to release equity uh, down the generations to their children and their grandchildren. So how does this affect the trader-ups? Many Fife homeowners and starter homes will be going stir-crazy at this moment in time because the homes are just far too small. And with interest rates at ultra-low levels, uh, some Fife owners might forego holidays and entertaining and consider putting their weight and finances into moving up the market in Fife. That might also be easier if the downsizers start to move as well. So the downsizers... Well, there are many retired people in Fife rattling, rattling around their large home, with their children having flown the nest and possibly moved away years ago. These people really don't need to move and are so considered optional home movers. Yet COVID-19 crisis could be the catalyst to make them finally move to be nearer their family around the UK, releasing good-sized family homes onto the property market for the trading uppers to buy. So for the landlords and the tenants, I suspect there won't be many five tenants uh, moving in the next three to four months. Uh, tenants will have peace of mind with the cessation on evictions until the summer and buy-to-let mortgage payment holidays for buy-to-let landlords whose tenants are in financial difficulty. There might be a small reductions and average rents as some five landlords undertake to help their tenants in these difficult times. Yet for most people, rents will continue to be paid, making no major impression on rental prices in 2020. Let's not forget the level of average rents is directly related to tenants' wages and I can't see why this relationship between rents and tenants' wages should break after COVID-19. So as wages are held back in the latter parts of 2020, the growth in rents over the next year will be subdued. Finally, those five buy-to-let landlords sitting on cash might be able to bag a bargain in the summer from a desperate seller before normality returns towards the end of the year. So really what does this all mean and where are we going then? We are in uncharted territory, I think that's clear. Yet for the reasons explained, assuming that there are no other seismic shocks in the coming weeks and months, in a few years' time, this will all really be seen as a bump, effectively another part of the roller coaster ride of the UK and Fife property market. So I'd be interested to know your thoughts on this as well. If you'd like to comment or share this post with other people, I definitely want to hear your feedback. Um, so until next time, I'm Jim Parker for Five Properties TV.